not the fact that I use drugs or alcohol. It's the fact that that's how my brain is wired. I've spent many years trying to rewire it. And sometimes it just goes back. You know, that's what the brain is designed to do is travel the path of least resistance. And sometimes it likes to do that, even though the path of least resistance is me acting like an asshole sometimes. What up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Talk Hard Radio Podcast. We are not radio yet. Brian hates me. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my gosh. We got a great show for you guys today. You know why we got a great show? Because it's all about me, and I'm going to talk about me. No, I'm just kidding. God, I hate the subject of me. Oh, stop. Listen. Listen. What up, though? We'll Um, talk about lying later. (laughs) Step number one is honesty, by the way, in case you guys didn't know that. Um, if you're lying to yourself about that. No kidding, right? Oh, shit. Well, we were talking about this a second ago, and before we get into this, Elijah Dickens. Oh, yes, Elijah Dickens. I don't, Dickens. Care, I don't care what anybody says about you. You're a hero. My man. Period. My man. And all these dumb media moguls that think they know a damn thing about what it feels like to be in any type of combat situation, especially amongst civilians... Is an idiot and needs I, to shut their mouth. I don't even think it's the the, the media moguls as you called it. I think it's well, he's more like the, top the, names that like, and we're talking about like the view and then I was trained and trained view. is one. thing. I tell you what, one thing you need to know for certain: if you watch the view, you're an <laughs> effing idiot. Sorry. No, she, she like jumps in. Is like I was trained. You know, I did stuff for the Department of Justice, and I'm like, yeah, standing inside of a box in a training room feels a little real, but you know it's not. Yeah. And you're also in a controlled environment. When there is a bunch of civilians that start to hear gunfire, panic sets in. Screaming, crying, kids crying, gunshots. Your adrenaline goes through the roof, and to be able to acquire a target past the average range for a pistol. What was it? I think it was like 40 yards. 40 yards. 40 yards across a courtyard, correct? With people screaming, engaging a moving target, hitting him 8 out of 10 times. Bam. While flagging people out of the building. Get that man a job as some type of high-level security or cop, like, up there. Well. Because that's, that you, that you can't train that. That kid was just raised properly, and he understands danger. He's not afraid of it. He knows how to deal with it. And he went after it and saved stupid amounts of people. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the dude had over, he had hundreds of rounds. He had three or four clips, and they're typically 30 rounds a clip. Okay, so he had a he had let's he just say ninety high. to one hundred and twenty rounds. He had a hundred rounds, and I don't know how many shots he fired before Eric, what was his name, Elijah? Sorry, Elijah Dickens uh, finally put him put him to rest, if you will. Yeah, but he was hit. He hit people, correct? Like he he killed. A he couple. injured two, and I believe two others died. They say three, but one's including the gunman, so it gets a little confusing on the media. Yeah, he don't count. It really just irritated me the way they instantly went to, well, now this doesn't fit your gun control narrative because this is what happens when a proper citizen that is legally allowed to own a firearm and has been trained and understands what to do with it in a situation like this. This This is exactly what happens. This goes back to all... I've talked about this so many times about how, you know, instead of taking guns away, which we... Look, anybody, everybody knows, like everybody who's anybody knows the the reason behind why they're trying to do this. But point in case is if we try to, we got, we got armed guards 
at high schools. We got this. We got that. The, the, the gun shooter shot up the, the movie theater a few years back. Like, if there was one parent in there that was ha- carrying a gun, that would have never have happened. I know, too, if, in Indiana that this type of situation happened. Another one happened in Brownsburg. Guy came out here, just had lost his noodle, apparently. Lost his noodle. With the plan to kill people. He went after someone in a cemetery, got one, was going after the second one, had him in the street, and was basically about to assassinate the guy, and was taken out. By a citizen. By a citizen. Yes. An armed citizen. And, and that would happen, that would change, that would, any of these damn cowards, and that's what they are, they're cowards who have lost their mind somewhere along the lines. I don't know why people do what they do. I don't pretend to know. But if every teacher went through a training and carried a gun, all of these school shootings would instantly stop. Oh, for sure. Instantly. Not because the, the teacher would have to kill somebody. No, because the person, the coward that's going in there to shoot up the school would know that there's guns in the building. They would know that there's trained people in the building with guns and willing to take them out. Absolutely. And, and it wouldn't happen one more time. Not one more. And that's the same with anything. Instead of, there's a lot of, like, what is it, Montana? Like, like that, that country, like you, or that country. I, I'd it like to call it a country. Yeah, country. I'd like to call it a country. But, you know, you come to Montana, you, they basically stop you at the border and hand you a gun. Yep. You know, like you're going, your first line of, they, they call EMS and, and cops the f- uh, first responders. But that's a lie. Because they're not the first responders. It's not how it was set up. You, the citizen, is supposed to be the first responder. Right. And you are supposed to, um, back in the old days, like there was towns that you came in without, and it's, I just said that about Montana, but there was actual towns that came in where they issued a, you a gun mm-hmm. to come into it because it was your responsibility to take care of that kind of stuff. Right. And if we would go back, I don't say go all the way back to the olden days, but like for real, like if teachers and, and, and law-abiding citizens, all, most of us carried guns, a lot of this stuff would stop. Like taking guns away from people, is, you're not taking guns away from the criminals. They have them illegally. Most of them. You know what I mean? And you can make your own 30-round clip if you take it down. to Like the, the, the rules well, We don't want to, to tell apply, people how to do that. What you need to do is just... Dig deeper into who you're handing these weapons to. And I fully agree with that. And I will always back that up. You need to dig a little bit deeper into the people you're handing these weapons to. Well, I would say... That I, w- I agree with. I don't know the statistics on this, but I would say 90% of all crimes that are done with a gun, crimes that are used that a, a, a gun is used in, I would say 90% are not law-abiding, legally carrying citizens. Well, another big problem with it is that when they issue the, like the death toll by guns in america yeah close to 50 percent of them are suicides ah true story true so story. when they're putting out these statistics they look really bad they don't count in the fact that most of them are suicides which is still a sad thing but again why did you hand somebody that was that severely depressed a weapon now uh, if someone wants to do it they're going to find a way to do it look it is what i was it gonna is. say i would, I would likely say that those people didn't go to the gun store and, and purchase that gun legally so i would say in the reality of the situation here, the, the bottom line is this wasn't like the one thing that pissed me off. And if anybody ever sees this from that news channel, listen to me carefully. Vigilante justice is somebody that is that what they called it? Vigilante justice. Nice. That is somebody that takes like crime happening in the area and goes and tries to hunt it down and get justice because the police aren't doing their job. Yeah. Protecting people because you happen to be armed and he was technically less armed than the other person. He's only got 15, maybe 21 rounds, depending on the 
If it's concealed, seven to fifteen on a good day. He apparently had 10. Against 100. He apparently had 10. Like, he was very underwhelmed and took care of it. So, this is not vigilante justice. This is called uh, protection. This is my right as an American. Not only right, but duty. Well, I still think it's funny that they said freedom of speech and then right to bear arms. So, if you're going to open your mouth, you better be able to defend yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So, at the end of all this, he's a hero. And he saved saved literally, I mean, dude had, uh, let's just say he had 100 rounds. So, he could have possibly saved 100 lives. Absolutely. You know, so our hat's off to you. The fact that he saved everybody else. You know what I mean? The two people, three people, who even the gunman, it's sad. I don't, like, it's unfortunate, but it is still sad. Whatever state of mind that person was in. Is still sad. Yeah. And the fact that they're all gone is sad. But three is always better than 30. Absolutely. It's better than six. Absolutely. Great job. Four. Great job, Elijah. Absolutely. So, what are we talking about today? You know what we're talking about. Man, Jesus. I would like you to touch base on. We, we talk enough, oh, I would no. say. We talk enough, and you recently kind of reached out and was like, hey, I, I need to take a break for a second. And um, that was basically, that was that. Like, there was no real That's it. That's all it was. Until that was all it was. Later. That, no, that was it. No. It took a few days. <laughs> and no, I thought I about, listen. like, I was like, I'm going to. I'm going to wait. I'm going to see if the, if the posts change and then maybe it's more serious as I kind of watch your social media too and I see if you completely shut down, then I'm going to reach out. Otherwise, I think maybe he just needs a little bit of space. There's a lot going on. So first and foremost, I'm a man in long-term recovery. We know that, right? So there's a lot of, a lot of talk. You know, I've got over eight years clean and sober. Yeah. That's where you do the, the clap thing, Chris. The... <laughs> I forgot. He, he clapped. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> wrong button. Uh, wrong button. Anyway, so I got over eight years clean sober. Um, so I, it doesn't matter how long sober and how long clean off drugs that I have. I still have this and I still have this. I still have the malady of the heart. I still have the disease of the brain. I still like 90% of all my problems are character defects, shortcomings, these types of things, these types of things that weigh on you constantly. And, you know, working in the field that I work and, and I got a lot going on. I got, a, I got several businesses. I got several, um, a lot of things going, a lot of moving parts in my life. Mm-hmm. A, a shit ton of moving parts in my life, right? Um, sometimes, though, it, in, our, in our literature, it's, it talks about, it doesn't say if these character defects come back. It says when they do, right? And and I deal with that a lot. I deal with a lot of character defects coming back, and then I don't notice them for a long time, and then they just pile up. And, and, and when shit piles up in my subconscious, it literally bogs me down. It weighs me down. It's just constant. I talk about this fight inside my brain, inside my mind all the time. I talk about it all the time. It's this, uh, you know... I, I, I suffer from irritable, restless, and discontent. That is the nature of my disease. That is the nature of Marty Norman. He wakes up irritable, restless, and discontent every morning. And sometimes if he doesn't get right, he stays that way all day. And there's little things throughout the day that can push me off the ledge this way or, or can even build me up sometimes. Um, but I go through phases. I go through phases. The ebbs and flows of recovery is... I don't know who brought that ebbs and flows in my life recently, but somebody okay. said it, but uh, it, it made sense to me because it does. It ebbs and flows. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes I'm on a high point. Sometimes I just feel good. And that's, that's awesome when you just 
feel good. Like you're accomplishing your day. You're, <clears throat> you're, you're setting out, you're going, you're working on your, you know, I have, the, I talk about this purpose thing a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in line with that and I'm on tune with that and things are firing off and, and, and I'm on my purpose, it feels good. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's when I run into a roadblock or I get, punched in the head with a brick or life punches me in the face and that didn't work out how I wanted to and that and she looked at me wrong he looked at me wrong ah they hurt my feelings just all this stuff could happen and it does and it makes me feel bad and I don't notice that I'm feeling bad I just start getting more irritable more restless and more discontent to the point where if that goes on for a while and and this is the ebbs and flows if that goes on for a while I'll start to isolate i'll start to not pick up the calls that are coming in i'll start to miss appointments i'll start to rescheduling appointments and i last week i i called the guys and you guys and i said look man i'm, I'm not gonna be able I, I can't make it right and then i told you later i was like look man it's just this is what it is mm-hmm. you know this is where i'm at and <clears throat> you know i it's a real struggle at times and I, if you're in recovery maybe you can relate it's hard it's hard when you, my name's Marty <laughs> and I'm supposed to have the answers for everything. And mm-hmm. I do in a lot of cases, I, I, I have this ineptability about me to find solutions for problems. I, I, you know, some are born with it. Some are not. I happen to be one of those guys who can look through this shit, navigate through it and see the solution at the end of the road. And typically I'm always in a positive mind frame Mm -hmm. in order to do that unless it has to do with me and then i'm very negative and i'm very pessimistic in here a lot of people don't know about it a lot of people don't hear about it (laughs) jess unfortunately hears about it a lot but i'm i'm very negative in here the narrative inside my head is always and this is the battle in my mind that constantly happens i hope i hope i'm not alone here but this is the battle in my head is this negative narrative of things that I see and I, pro- I project to happen. And, you know, I could spend hours in this hamster wheel just spinning around of things that never even come to fruition. But yet I just wasted all day doing it. Maybe, maybe even all week. Like what? Like for the listeners at home, can you give an example? Like I, I can give examples of things like that. Go please. like a, a phone call comes in from you know the boss, and it's like, Hey, you know, you're gonna be in tomorrow, we need to talk. And it's instantly, <laughs> What did I do wrong? <laughs> you know, like, what happened? Was I on time yesterday? Like, I'm always on time. Like, I start doing this, like, it's like the hamster gets running and then he does a dose of meth and mine <laughs> now with a little bit of some extra cocaine, and off to the races we go. And you can almost see the steam coming off my head and out oh, my ears, geez, and everything yes. gets red. And then later. I show up and I'm ready. Like I'm got my resume ready. I'm on Indeed. I'm checking out other jobs on the way to work. Like I'm prepared to get fired. Yeah. I don't even know what I did. I don't know what I could have done. Like I'm the employee that shows up to work every day, dives in deep, is willing to take out the trash. And yet somehow I'm going to get fired. Like I I really don't know where that comes from, but that's exactly where the mode is. Or my mom will call me. She texted me like six months ago. I love you out of nowhere and I instantly thought somebody died that was like instant uh, so I called her I was like is everything okay she's like yeah why because I don't know I just like we'll text back and forth me and my parents are very affectionate about telling each other we love each other but it was just like random 
Something. And so I was like, where's the other shoe? It's about to crack me in the head. Nope. And everything. then the boss, everything was fine. He actually wanted to promote me and give me other situations <laughs> to deal with because he liked the way I handled crap. And I'm like, oh, get rid of this. And put my resume away and everything's good. Sorry, I look like I'm ready to fight. Yeah, you, you come in there all beat red, <laughs> face red. Man. Ready to stand up, being assertive with your posture. Yeah, so I think we all have the, I call them the demons that don't even exist. They're the demons that I create. Like, yeah. genuinely in my head, I, like, there were times when I was like, am I going crazy? Well, it's hard. It's hard, like, in our lives. Mm-hmm. We have a certain level of success. And we've talked about success so many different times on this program, on this show. And our success has nothing to do with monetary value. Like, right. Our success Absolutely. is where we're at in our life. Yep. And for me, it's really hard to enjoy success when I'm always waiting for it. Just, I'm waiting for that shoe to drop. It's hard to enjoy sometimes like, and this is, you know, taking a trip sometimes to, to the lake, Yep. taking a hike, going out to just like going, I'm going to Arizona in like two weeks, right? I'm sorry. I'm going to Utah in like two weeks and it's in the mountains and it's at this camp, uh, this cabin in the mountains, there's lots of acres. And I, I though I'm, I look at that. And I remember some times where I've did something similar to that. And those are the times that I just get refreshed. Right, things get put into perspective for me, and I start to realize because when you're caught up in this rat race of life, and you're caught up in in trying to be successful in your job, trying to be successful in your relationship, your relationships, and in trying to navigate and coordinate people in your life, because you're a boss, you got to coordinate a lot of things, and that's hard, and it's a lot of work, and sometimes you can just get so caught up in that that you forget to enjoy where you're at. And I get that way, way more than I want to admit. And when I'm that way and I'm, I'm constantly going, the phone's constantly going, I got this, this, and this. I got all these things coming at me. <clears throat> I get irritable, restless, and discontent and don't even notice it. Now, I do have a certain group of friends and a sponsor and my accountability brothers who will, will you know, call me out and say, bro, like, calm down. You're because what when I'm irritable, restless, and discontent, it starts coming out in behaviors. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I start acting out, talking out of pocket. You know, being a smart ass. I I I do this deflecting thing that's that I'm amazing at. Like anything going on inside me, I'm gonna push it on. I'm gonna project it onto you, and I'm gonna pull it out of you, and then I'm gonna make fun of you for it. Yep. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's yeah. it's just behaviors that I I'm not proud of and I don't like, and. You know, sometimes I just forget, and, I, and I'm real hard on myself about that. Like, I tear myself up about that type of behaviors. I tear myself up about how I can just be, you know, so whatever, right, to overcompensate for how I actually feel, which is what it is. Yeah. Overcompensate for my, <clears throat> for my, you know, I got several issues with <laughs> my therapist, poor therapist. Um, but what it is is overcompensation for how I feel. Okay. You know, and I forget sometimes because I tear myself up for that mentally. I forget sometimes I'm an addict. And really, and it seems so vague and whatever, but that's really what it is. Not the fact that I use drugs or alcohol. It's the fact that that's how my brain is wired. And I've spent many years trying to rewire it. And sometimes it just goes back to the least, The you know, that's what the brain is designed to do is travel the path of least resistance and sometimes it likes to do that even though the path of least resistance is me acting like an asshole sometimes 
you know, or me avoiding people or missing appointments or not taking calls that I know I should take or making calls I know I should make. And, and, and what that does, though, is it just keeps piling. And then, in turn, compounds the more irritable, restless, and discontent. I think, like, I totally follow what you're saying, and there's just, like, this other part of me that's, like, it's hard to measure when the other shoe won't drop if all the experiences you have thus far there has always been another shoe that's dropped. And that's what I tried to explain to my wife once. I'm like, it's so hard for me sometimes to realize how amazing and faithful and fun and all these good things you are. Like, I know that. But then there's this little thing in the back of my head that goes, well, what if you're wrong? <laughs> that's the sick, that's the disease. What man? if you're wrong? <laughs> that's the di- when I know <clears throat> I'm not, like I can, you can feel it. And every, there's been, there's red flags in every relationship I've ever been in. And I, I knew they were there. And I can literally think back and point out every single one of them. In hindsight. No, then. Like, right in front of my face. Oh, okay. I would just like, eh, but it'll change. You know, you start making these excuses for whatever it is that you're trying to exist in that situation. And it, it goes for this in any situation. Just easiest for me because my relationship with my wife has been that the other shoe's not going to drop. Like, this is the first time I don't worry about that kind of crap. I don't think like, man, the other shoe's going to drop. I still have that demon that pops up every now and then. And I'm just like... Shut up, dude. <clears throat> the other shoe is always going to drop until it doesn't. That's how I'm working on my ther- with my therapist on this right now, but I, I have recently in the last few months discovered that, <laughs> discovered the term and then discovered that I am that. Ever heard of imposter syndrome? Mm-hmm. Like that's, like I didn't know what that was. And, um, you know, it really, <clears throat> it really made sense when I, when I looked it up and, and like, holy crap, that's what it is. Like I feel <clears throat> so inadequate because of my past. And I thought I had dealt with this with all of this through the 12 steps. And I did. But explain that a little bit more from your perspective of it, the way that you're seeing it so that people can understand the imposter syndrome. Well, it's the imposter syndrome is basically in layman's terms, because I can't do verbatim <laughs> is yeah, yeah. basically you got your here but you don't feel like you should be here. There's, there's guilt, shame, and remorse, and, 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 and somebody's going to find you out. Somebody's going to figure out that you don't belong there. Somebody's going to figure out that you, you know, that you... And while the conundrum to it, while it's effective, because feeling that way pushes me. Feeling that way makes my feet hit the floor in the morning. Like, I got to get going. I am not good enough to be here, so I got to go. I got to prove myself to myself, to other people. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to get it done. I got to get it done. So while it does have a good effect to it, it's still this constant feeling that's just straight horrible. It's, it's a horrible feeling, and it really boils back down to the when's the shoe going to drop. Mm-hmm. You know, when's, when's it all going to be over? And, and I'm not... And I, I implore all of you to like really take us take daily steps back, and really because I know a lot. I know I'm not alone here, and I know you're the same way, Brian. We 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 are doing things in our life that perhaps maybe we've never done. We are at a level in our life that maybe we've never been at. We never thought we would get here, and so that pushes us. To, to drive harder and more and deeper and more and more and more and more. And then we forget to enjoy it. Yeah, I was, when I was going through my coaching thing, like I was being coached by another coach and it was this, there was this moment 
of like, she said, why do you feel like you can't be proud of yourself? And I was just like, hmm, never thought about it that way, right? Like, I, I immediately well, can, excused can, it as humility, right? Well, can like, I, can I, need I to be say humble. that? Can I say that too? Because they, out here in the world, they make us feel bad about having a sense of pride. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not supposed to have that. Like, we're supposed to be humble. Right. Like, I didn't do nothing. It wasn't me. No. Bullshit. It was you, Brian, that gets up every morning at 4 a.m. It's you that jumps in a cold shower every morning. <laughs> you know, it's you, right? Yeah. Regardless if it's, if it's your higher power opening those doors for you, you're still the one stepping through those damn doors. Oh, a thousand percent. Like, don't get me wrong. I will always give credit to God because that's the creator. Right. But he also gave me choice. Free will. Free will. Right. That's true love, and I believe in my head that's why it happened that way, because I, I got the right to choose that path, and I have to choose that path every day. When most of the country's against it right now, and it's hard to even say it, and all these things are going on, like I still have to stand up and be like, nope, I'm going to show up today. I'm going to show up today because God let me wake up. Come on. Period. Come on. You know what I mean? Like, it starts that, they're like, I have nothing to be grateful for. I'm like, you're awake, asshole. <laughs> he woke up on this side of the <laughs> like, dirt, right? What are you talking about? Come on, man. And that's when one thing we talk about the victim role a lot. Yeah. You know? It's all these trophies and things, but I don't want to steer too much off the topic that <laughs> we're, we're going to get in. trophy that got we're you. We're going to get in. My thing with you is, like, Marty, you know you're enough, right? <clears throat> If I step back and I look at it. No, I'm telling you. I don't know, man. I, right now in the state that I'm in, in my these phases that I go through, that I was speaking about a few minutes ago, these phases, they last for weeks sometimes. You know, and until I start hitting thing, the nail on the head repeatedly enough times that I start to feel good again. So ask me if I'm not enough. I think my, my disease, which... You know, alcohol. Maybe you didn't hear me. Hold on. I'm not asking you whether or not you're enough. I'm telling you, you are. I love you, bro. (laughs) I love you, bro. But, you know, I think that's what drives me, though. I get it. You know, and it's hard for me to just dismiss something that drives me every day. Like, if if I didn't have this tenacity to to prove myself to whomever, sometimes it's just to prove myself to me. Some days it's to prove myself to you. Some days, you know, my, my team, my, 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 my employees. It's just, if I didn't have that, I'm not sure what I would be. I don't, I don't see that as a bad thing, right? We talked about that before, like taking your character defects and using them to drive you, right? Because right. like, they're not just going to go away. Like for me, in those situations, I don't want to say my humility is out the window, but I have become a lot more like we were, we, we went to the lake. Yep. Four days. I saw that. It looked great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like there's this moment where it's like there used to be a day when I would like beg to go ride on someone else's boat. And then we got there and they didn't have any. So I found a company that had one and I went and rented it and put it on the water because I wanted everybody else to enjoy more than one boat. Because why not? Because we're it's a family thing. Like my family can't get together like that anymore. So I was like, I don't care. Right. And then we're joking around and everybody's kind of just like talking about things and somebody said like a compliment to me and I was just like, yeah, I know. Like I was joking about it. Right. And I laughed afterwards and they were like, well, at least you're humble. And I'm like, yep. Cause it's you like joking, but you like, weren't. you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, I'm, I'm joking in the way that like, yeah, I don't think that I deserve it, but yes, I do fully agree with you. Yeah. 
Like, I do, I'm not expecting you to say that, but I'm going to acknowledge when you say that and tell you, yep, you're right. I well, am pretty amazing. You know, and people <laughs> don't expect that because so much, so much, it's, it's off, often the comeback was like, no, it's, you know. I, I'm I only do that when it comes to money. Like, there were things that I bought this <clears> weekend. They were like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, stop. Like, that stuff bothers me because it's like, who cares? I don't work this hard so I can go shove it in the ground somewhere. Like, you can't I do this you. so that people around me can enjoy things that they might not have been if I weren't there. Agreed. Period. Agreed. All the time. Yep. So I don't want that. You know what I mean? That's when it's awkward for me. It's like, thank you for saying thank you and being just appreciative, but don't act like I saved the day because I rented a boat. Like, we would have been fine. We would have had just as much fun. I didn't do it for that. Right. Right. <clears throat> yes. So, Go ahead. But... So you got like kind of through this. I want to wrap this up a little bit because I love the the format that we're using. Once you get to the other side, because then you reached out to us, it was very point blank and simple, and the the response is always going to be the same. And anything you need, anytime I can, and when I can't, I'll tell you I can't. <laughs> like I'm honest about it. Well, I think that's just me. You know, I, I I've I talked a minute ago about beating myself up over it, but there's a lot of times where. And I've told, I've talked about this before where I just need to shut off. And it's more often than I take vacations because you can shut off good on a vacation or go to the lake for four right, days. Right. You, you could shut off very well. But sometimes I just need to shut off for a week and, and not leave my house. And that's while I can beat myself up mentally for that because I do sometimes and I'm like, man, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I could be getting that done. Sometimes I, I think again, it's that it's that fight in my mind that says you should be doing this, but then it also says, you know what, you're good, you're okay. Yeah, you need to take this time. Hundred percent. Self care. Talk about self care a lot, and and you know that's a trending thing again, and I love it. I think self care is very important, and self care also is very different for every person, right? And sometimes me, it's just sitting in my bed watching Yellowstone all weekend. You know. <laughs> That's that's what I need sometimes, and sometimes it's me going to to the Colorado Rockies. You know, I don't know. It just just whatever that looks like is. Yes. But you took a minute to embrace it and and accept where you were. Be okay with it. Be okay with not being okay in the <clears> moment. Right? You didn't need to explain shit to anybody. It's good that I have friends that are that suffer from mental illness as well. You know, it's <laughs> because like, I don't have to explain it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, Even I would argue though, that everybody on this planet suffers from a mental illness on some level. They just yeah. don't know it. Yeah. Well, even though I didn't have to explain it, but he made me explain it on the show. <laughs> well, like, this is no, the thing. I'm like, kidding. I want, no, I want you all to understand, like, we're human. Yeah. We get up here and talk about the, these are the ways you can make your life great. It's not easy. No. <laughs> no, and that's, that's, and I think that's powerful in itself. Is because when I, I, I heard a guy speak one time who had his, who I deemed as a person who was very in control of his life, very um, on point with everything he had going on. His life was completely manageable. He was successful in his own right, and everything was going good in his life. And then he got up and spoke and talked about the shit that he struggles with, and I was just like, man... That made him more human to me. Yeah. And made him more relatable. And I really, <clears throat> really, really connected with him after that. You know? This is like the perfect time, in my opinion, 
to shut this one down because I'm going to encourage people to watch the next one next week because we're going to kind of branch off this a little bit because what he just said struck perfectly with what I want to talk about next. So we love you. Like, subscribe, reach out to us, tell us what's going on, invite your friends to our Facebook group. Let's let's keep this going. Yeah, comment below because I would like, if you guys want to air your struggles out here yeah. to, to make me feel not so let's bad and, and inadequate right at this present moment, I would like to hear some of your struggles that maybe you've going, you're going through now yep. or that you've gone through and found a solution. We love you guys.